0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ali, and I'm
1: Jess.
0: We're talking about some more One Piece today, which is about <laughs> time—roughly <laughs> uh, six months late. Uh, but we're talking about the Baratier and Arlong Park arcs, uh, which have a couple of my favorite scenes in the entirety of the of the show since since ever. It's always the, the two of my favorite scenes ever. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know, because I know that I've definitely talked to you about, I'm going to say 70% of One Piece, just in general, by Mm -hmm. existing next to each other. Uh, but I we were definitely not together when I was going through the early stages of One Piece.
1: Well, no, you were a child. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, what I mean is like, I don't have, I, I think there's maybe one part of this that I've talked about before. But like, have I really? Ta- I don't think I, I. don't think I've actually like gushed about my thoughts and feelings about these earlier sections with you before.
1: I don't think so. I think most of it is just like you telling me about the newest chapter that's come out.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, it makes sense, but I'm excited because these. Uh, earlier arcs, the, the these two specifically have, like I said, two of my favorite scenes ever, and if I we had been together, oh boy, well, hmm. well, you would to talk your ear off.
1: You know you already do, <laughs> honey.
0: I know. Uh, hey, Mabel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Bratier, what's going on?
1: <laughs> rejected. rejected. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. So, Zoro and Luffy uh, and his two bounty hunter friends are, uh, I believe at this point they also have Sanji. No.
0: <laughs> they have Usopp. <laughs> Usopp. <laughs>
1: yeah. I believe they also have Usopp at this time. Uh, they are... Stop it! Mabel! She really just does it until somebody, like, gets up. Super. She's chill out, Mabel. They, uh, they've collected Usap, he's a part of the team, and they are sailing around waiting to find, uh, food. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nami is also with them at yes. this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, two different sections, so I'm, I, I'm getting them mixed up a little bit. But, um, they are running out of food, and they're hungry. And they find this giant fish-shaped restaurant uh, on the open sea.
0: <laughs> Which, I'm not a big fish man. Like, I don't love to eat fish for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would still go to a restaurant that was a giant floating fish in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just cool. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that is seamless marketing. And I would love to eat there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's a, definitely a uh, a tourist <laughs> a touristy place, mm. at least for pirates and men who are just sailing around the seas. They get to this giant ship and end up uh, getting up to no good. Like usual, but doing some shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: While they're getting onto their own shenanigans, there's also Gene, who shows up to uh, also cause some more trouble. Uh, Gene is just kind of a nameless pirate, like a worthless pirate. He's not super popular, famous, or anything along that side, uh in those along those lines. Uh, he's part of Don Krieg's fleet, and uh, he shows up just starved to death. And uh, Luffy, at this point, has already caused enough trouble that he's working off a debt. Uh, In the kitchen, and uh, he gets he witnesses Sanji uh, feeding this starving man who was kicked out of the restaurant by the other chefs for being uh, a piece of crap pirate and also having no money. Yeah, Uh, and that act of uh, kindness uh, from Sanji uh, was the thing that the the really just cinched it and uh, led to Luffy deciding this is gonna be our cook. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh...
1: Damn it. <laughs> yes. So Luffy, Luffy sees Sanji do this and yeah. <laughs> is really happy to have found his cook. And when, when Luffy wants you on his crew, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate for you if uh, that's how things shake out. Uh, if you had, you know, any other plans in life. Uh, so from there on... uh the rest of the of this arc goes, uh, the, for the rest of this arc, what basically happens is the Dawn Creek shows up, uh, requests help, Sanji helps him for, you know, no particularly good reason, uh, and then they come back refreshed, healed, uh, not starving anymore, and they try to take over the ship and kill everyone, we, of course. Uh, and it turns out Sanji did the wrong thing, but it was the right thing.
1: <laughs> uh. Uh, Mabel keeps meowing at the wall. <laughs> We're not sure why, but... Uh... You, you may hear some, some yows in the background. She's, she's piping up. We have ghosts in the walls, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like this arc as well because I, I just really like Sanji. I think he's a fun character. He can be a little pervy, but it's anime and it's old anime and I just, there's always that character. Um. <clears throat>
0: I mean, for that era, it's not as bad as it could be. Yes. But it's not great. No, no, no.
1: Mabel, why are you getting into things? But I, I you know, I have a fondness for Sanji, so I, I like this little bit. And I also liked learning uh, the, the relationship he has with Chef Zef, mm-hmm. which is, is really fun. It's a very uh, bad relationship. They don't seem to like each other at all. But they actually do love each other. It's very, um, very toxic masculinity uh, <laughs> with an underlying, like, like they're pretending to have toxic masculinity when really, they do love each other.
0: I think it is toxic, but it's still loving. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, to be fair, they had a bit of a strange coming together. Yes. Uh, Chef Zeph in his youth was also a rambunctious pirate. Uh, also, one of which he, he was a pretty famous pirate for his time. Yeah, pretty po- uh, popular. Lived out on the Grand Line, and seemed to he seems to leave reference to Luffy about going to paradise uh, mm-hmm. in the Grand Line, calling it paradise. Seemingly knowing about the other half of the of the Grand Line, meaning that he may have been there, which means that he could have fucking folded Don Creek. He just didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> which means. I- <laughs> Yeah, I guess he is just old, but, like, peak age in One Piece is around 50 <laughs> for some reason. Uh, <laughs> every character is at their strongest when they're around 50-something. <laughs> so, like, he should have been fine. Uh, but that's not, <laughs> not the point. point is, the, during this time as his pirate, uh, he, uh, you know, was just going after various vessels, one of which was uh, a particularly, like fancy pansy ritzy restaurant uh, that Sanji as a child was working on. As a little little sous chef boy. <laughs> or that's that probably not what it was. Sous <laughs> chef's probably pretty high up there. Uh, whatever the lowest rank of chef is. Uh, and
1: <laughs> like fry
0: cook or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh uh in the flashback for what it's worth, you see Sanji as uh kind of a I'll uh, chef boy where he's like, ah, why are you other you know chefs eating the fucking leftovers? That's gross, just toss it out and all, you know Uh clearly having some strange level of standards uh that's a little higher up than the people around him. Um And then Chef Zeph attacks and uh things go <laughs> real bad for him. Uh and Chef Zeph actually, because due to some storm and some nonsense, they both get stranded on a big fucking rock. With no way down, no way out, ocean in every direction, Uh, and but a sack of food. (laughs) Uh, Seemingly, Sanji splits the food with, or Chef Zef splits the food with Sanji uh, a bit unevenly, taking a biggest sack for himself and uh, giving the boy a small one, considering he is a much smaller boy. And after weeks, months, I forget how much time actually passed.
1: It's a long time.
0: It's way too long. It's
1: way too long uh, for what Chef Zeph has done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, near the end of their time on this rock, uh, you see Sanji and he is bones. The, the little boy has become bones. <laughs> and Chef Zef also not looking great, but when you go, when uh, Zanya goes over to basically kill him and take the food, uh, he realizes he hasn't eaten any of the food. Because it wasn't food, it was treasure. And uh, instead, what he did was chopped off his fucking leg <laughs> with a giant rock and ate it over the past three months or something.
1: Yeah.
0: That's... <laughs> that was insane. Uh, and since then, uh, Sanji has had a, a understandable appreciation and love for Chef Zef, even though they do kind of hate each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sanji now has a complex of It doesn't matter who you are, if you are hungry, you deserve to eat.
0: Yeah. I mean he didn't eat for months <laughs> or some shit. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Trauma and all that. Uh but unfortunately for him this time it led to uh, another invasion. That again I do believe Zeph should have been able to just stop. But whatever. <laughs> uh I think he was just he just wanted to see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean he's been a chef on this fish boat for a really long time and this is probably the most exciting thing that's happened in a long while
0: i mean he used to live on the grand line just fucking shit up like this is nothing (laughs) uh (laughs) i also like the idea that with uh you know because he was watching sanji and uh luffy interact and seeing that luffy wanted sanji to come along Mm and seeing sanji's reluctance and he wanted sanji to go uh throughout this arc uh and I think he was just kind of waiting, letting it happen to, to motivate Sanji and Luffy to to see you know their potential and to get Sanji in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh because while watching Luffy fight Don Krieg off, uh, you know, Sanji himself becomes uh, motivated to to join up and follow along and join the the straw hats. Uh <clears throat> And in, that's that's pretty much the gist of this arc. But there is one last scene that I think is my favorite scene and the one I wanted to talk about most which is when, despite this being a Sanji arc which is very unfortunate uh, my favorite scene is with Zora. <laughs> it's when uh, Mihawk arrives. Uh, Mihawk is the reason Don Krieg and his crew are currently starving. Uh, I forget how many how many ships and men Don Krieg says he had. It was like 8,035 ships or some Mm -hmm. ship.
1: Which, definitely an exaggeration.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Point is, there's one ship left and like 15 people. (laughs) Because they happen to drift next to Mihawk. Hmm. uh, And he ruined them. (laughs) Uh, This is one of my favorite scenes in ge- this is one of my favorite parts in general, just because it's the first introduction of a warlord mm-hmm. and just the crazy levels that they exist at. Like it's it wasn't even it's not even like a maybe in certain scenarios. Everyone there is below Mihawk, no question. <laughs> and uh this character being introduced so early on, being that he is Zoro's ultimate goal, that would be like uh, the one piece showing up and no oh there it is <laughs> yeah. uh so it was just very, it was very exciting especially when i when i first read through it uh and then zoro challenges him to a fight and immediately it just gets so like disrespected <laughs> like it's not even a fight It's just active disrespect pulls out a little knife and it's just like I'm sorry I don't have a smaller knife to kill you with mm-hmm. like Mihawk is just a bastard. Yeah,
1: well he knows that uh this kid has no chance and if he used a bigger sword he would chop the kid in half.
0: <laughs> it's true. But still just the pulling out the little thing is like I'm sorry. It's so good. <laughs> and then they proceed to fight and it's not a quick not a it uh not much of a fight, but it you know he tries his best. And uh, at the end of it, <laughs> Mihawk destroys two of his swords uh, and is gonna finish him off when Zoro turns around and she's like, hey, uh, if you're gonna you know kill me, here we go. Uh, because uh, a line that gets used in the the show I think is a, a scars on a back is a swordsman's shame is the thing they say the idea of just being that running away. Uh, or getting hit while you run away is a, a no no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that whole, that single interaction, just like, ah, well, if you're gonna kill me, let me look at you while you do it, uh, excited Mihawk so much. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're crazy. i <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> and so he pulls out his big boy sword and guts him.
1: Absolutely.
0: Just, pfft. and uh, oh, it's so good then Mihawk proceeds to just be like, well, that was fun. I'm gonna go now.
1: Yeah. Um, This is uh, when, you know, Zoro also realizes that he has a long way to go. Oh, yeah. He has a long way to go before he he can actually uh, put up some sort of fight (laughs) with Mihawk. And I think this is also where Mihawk is like, okay, wow. This is, it's cool to see that, you know, there's, one swordsman out there who has the potential to mm-hmm. someday, maybe, be on <laughs> my level.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just nice to see rookies, you know, having a chance. <laughs> getting up to something. Uh, and uh, that whole in- encounter ends with Zoro laying there, bleeding, dying, uh, and crying. Uh, which is, the, f- I think, the only time you see him cry in this sh- the entire series.
1: Because he's a manly <laughs> man. He bottles it all up.
0: He's more masculinely toxic than Sanji is. And Sanji's <laughs> a womanizer full stop. Like, that's his whole character. Uh, so, you know. But he's he's just weeping and, uh, makes a promise to Luffy that he's never gonna lose another fight. Mm-hmm. And it was just very like, desperate and sentimental and it, I, I loved it. And it's debatable whether he's lost a fight since. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> uh, but he hasn't lost a fight to a swordsman since so you know good on him yeah uh the as all this is happening nami uh takes their ship the going merry uh or the merry go depending on translation you you've read uh and takes the fuck off uh and the rest of it ends with uh, the crew and a couple of different pieces setting off to find nami and uh you know, get her back.
1: Yeah. Um <clears throat> they end up uh with, like using this little like dinghy of a boat. Yeah. Um and floating towards uh Nami's home island, which the the Bounty Hunter brothers are terrified of. They really do not want to go to this island that is being uh Overrule or overruled? No. Overrun. <laughs> Overrun, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> is in control uh, uh, by Arlong, mm-hmm. who is a very dangerous fishman of these parts.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's essentially where the uh, uh, start of the Arlong Arlong Park arc mm-hmm.
1: and is. At this point, Sanji <laughs> is with them, mm-hmm. and he went. With a dream that someday he would find the the blue. All blue. The all blue. With all of the the world's biggest and best fish.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the oceans are named in, in one piece is just the east blue, west, south, and north blue. So the all blue is just fish from all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the middle.
0: It's, yeah, it's the middle piece.
1: <laughs> I've seen a map of... Uh, one piece world which i don't know if it has a name is it earth
0: no does no name of one piece earth
1: okay well it's (laughs) it's something the earth is the one piece um and the map is yeah it's a big astoundingly confusing
0: it's a big x is what it is it's a big fucking x uh with one long continent just wrapping around the whole world uh yeah, man, that's not <laughs> that's not a planet. That's a <laughs> that's nonsense.
1: And there's part of an ocean that goes up.
0: Okay, so the uh, <laughs> by up you mean across the other way?
1: Yeah, like it goes like over the the continent.
0: Oh, uh, there's a tiny yeah. There's a, a a reverse mountain, which is a few arcs later. Uh, there all of the different oceans uh, converge there and the uh, different currents end up going and making a river that goes up the mountain and then drains into the Grand Line. And that's how people get into the Grand Line. It's through sailing up a mountain. Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's one piece. Maybe it's uh, (laughs) uh, extra big nonsense. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, going back to Baratier though, uh, how do you feel about that arc compared to what you've seen so far? Where, where are we at?
1: Oh, sorry. Excuse me. It's been a long day. Um, <clears throat> I liked it. Um, I think... I do think it was a little bit more fun than the the coming one. The, the nami's arc um i think hers might have been more like heartfelt in some parts or like meaningful um or at least like for more people uh but i i don't know i'm just not a big nami fan <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh. um but I, I i did like the sanji arc it was fun it was cool to see the the, the very creative, uh, barati, baratier, baratier. <laughs> um, see that ship and to meet Chef Zef with his incredibly goofy mustache. Um, hmm. To see that Sanji, um, even though <clears throat> a lot of times has like this air of uh, "I'm the coolest chef guy," who. Uh, kneels at the feet of women um <laughs> but to see that he also has like a a side to him that is kind and like genuinely wants to help people like if they're hungry he they he mm. wants to save them um yeah i enjoyed it
0: oh yeah uh it's definitely a you know a good character introduction for sanji and uh like I said, has one of the fair moments in One Piece with Zoro and his fight with Mihawk and everything. Uh, but overall, I think every One Piece arc is really made by the villain in it. And Don Krieg is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> He's just garbage. Uh, so it's, it's not one of my favorites by by a good margin, but it is... A great character
1: introduction. Well, I guess he
0: was my favorite. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just saying, like, in my, it's not like in my top or anything like that. But it is a good character introduction. It tells you everything you need to know about Sanji. Uh, well, almost well, everything. Almost everything. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sanji. People shit on John, Sanji for being, you know, kind of a pervert and kind of a piece of shit sometimes. But like, and not the the big thing is that people who love Zoro argue with people who like Sanji. Uh, about who's a better character, who's stronger specifically for it, because that fucking matters. <laughs> and uh, Sanji is just not as strong as Zoro. He's close enough, but it's just not. It's a little mm-hmm. bit short. And for some reason, they're like, ah, so he's just not as good. Doesn't get as good at fights and all this stuff. But later on, he gets another backstory. He gets two full backstories that are, like, deeply emotional and traumatizing. Zoro's friend died, and he took off. That's his whole backstory.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sanji was basically the, uh, the the boy in the Iron Mask. Like, he <laughs> he had uh, a lot more going on. And, he, you know, it doesn't matter if a character has a, a more sad backstory or not for them to be a better character than, than the next. But uh, I think Sanji and Zoro are both great characters. Uh, and I think they are both very powerful. I think the weird discourse between them is strange. Like, it's, 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 like they're both part of the same crew. And I, I guess it's like, you know, oh, my favorite character is this one. That means they are better than everyone else mm-hmm. sort of deal. So it's like you're just kind of honestly just a little bias and like you just want your favorite character to be the strongest
0: yeah it's also weirdly uh influenced by like in universe stuff like Mm -hmm. uh it starts in little garden when we get to there uh where they start challenging each other and then they start hating each other and then the viewers start hating (laughs) each other's it's weird man (laughs) uh but oh well that's that's what it is we'll talk more about (laughs) sanji being a boy in iron mask when we get to that 100 (laughs) years from now (laughs) Uh, but Arlong Park Mm -hmm. so this arc what I think is to me the one of the most important in all of One Piece Mm -hmm. because it starts to not just set up characters and their primary like goals and beliefs it starts to set. it starts to set up the uh system of the world itself the beliefs and the th- beliefs and the themes of the of the world of one piece uh <clears throat> it's the it's the first arc where you start to un where they start to hint at there being a much more like how to say They start to hint at some of the more painful aspects of One Piece. Uh, And they do it in a way that makes, you know, Arlong and his crew seem like horrible villains. And they are. (laughs) But when you watch the rest of this and you understand, like, the whole context of everything and you rewatch this, like, the absolute hatred that Arlong has for humans and, like, his disgust of them... It weirdly makes sense, and rewatching it from that perspective is weird. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> uh, there's a there's a constant theme in One Piece about like wealth and the evil behind it, and the like. Not even like like uh, it's not even the idea that just you know getting money makes you bad or anything. It's just the concept of wealth itself. Is an evil, corrupting thing, and to see that in Arlong, who is a character, who at least early on is just shown as like almost like living evil, like if you just pure hatred and greed. Uh, I, I think it's just a very strong start to uh, the the rest of One Piece, the rest of the themes and the and the meaning behind everything. So I I, I truly love this arc. It's also got a good fucking fight scenes, you know. Got some good brawl brawls in them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it is a good one. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what uh, else to say. Um, I think Nami's story is very sad. You know, from uh, being being an orphan. and fostered by a an ex marine, uh, someone who, you know, never like wasn't gonna probably have kids, and <clears throat> who was just a tough lady, but was like, oh well, you know, I gotta take care of these two orphans now, <laughs> um, and doing her very best, even though like they or they have this small little orchard, and they're kind of poor, um, and to, you know, having to join a group of pirates who have then killed your mother and uh, are forcing you to basically not torture, but, like, just indenture your entire village, the people that you, you have known and grown up with and uh, have grown to love. Um, so it is really sad. Uh, <clears throat> And I understand why Nami would have, you know, the, the feelings, the, the motivations, the complexes that she has. Uh, I, I think Luffy also like just has, he puts so much faith in people. Like he just already knows that like, oh yeah, if I do this, they're definitely like going to join my crew and be a good person. Like he doesn't he doesn't consider the fact that people might be bad. <laughs> people might just like sometimes aren't aren't good, but he's just like, "No. I think you're, you know, you're a good person. You may have stole from me more than once and tried to run away a few times and maybe uh killed or beat up one of our crew and betrayed us, but like I think you should still be on our crew." <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I think part of it isn't just that, like, he thinks they're good or whatever. It's just he thinks they're good for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's part of the gimmick. They're they're pirates. They are not good. They mm-hmm. are actual villains. They are criminals. Uh, even though they mostly, you know, are nice and help people out, like, they are still criminals. They will steal and whatever else, uh, destroy public property. You know, who gives a shit? They don't care. So, like, he's just not looking for specifically good people. He's looking for people who he thinks matter, who thinks are relevant, who th- he thinks add a spark of something to the crew. So, like, the the idea that he would recruit someone who is kind of a dickhead, because she's kind of a dick <laughs> the entire time. Like, it's not too far-fetched for me. Uh, I think what's interesting, is, though, is that, like, you're right, because he's... He his the way he does it is just like throwing out here's a bunch of like uh, he just sort of believes is gonna happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> puts a lot of faith into them and then waits but I think that also you know in itself is kind of meaningful to Luffy's character he doesn't worry about like well anything but he decides instead of hoping for something he just puts enough faith in them. Give, by giving them faith, they develop faith in him, you know? Mm-hmm. It's uh, like respect. People demand respect, but you don't really get it until you give your respect to someone else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it's, it's makes sense that these characters who did not want anything to do with them, you know, end up joining him because of the faith he puts in them without any real warrant to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes them feel a certain way towards him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like if a, yeah, you're,
1: you're my captain.
0: Yeah, if a stranger comes up to you and she's like, you're fucking amazing. And then actively supports you in anything you do. Like, alright dude, I don't know what your deal is, but like, let's go. <laughs> that
1: would be a little suspicious to me.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, in the real world, that's suspicious as hell. That man is not <laughs> to be trusted. But I, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh Man, this, this arc also shows you how, uh, mess, like, you, you were able to see in the previous chapters or whatever, how awful pirates can be in this world, but it also shows you just, like, how, uh, I don't know, just overwhelmingly powerful and kind of evil they can be, and how sometimes... The Marines or the Navy, however you want to say it, um, they—they're
0: uh, <laughs> the Marines, but a lot of their uniforms say Navy. <laughs>
1: yeah, how they also are pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. Like they're—they're they're, you know the big power in the entire world, really, and uh, they're the cops of the world, <laughs> the military, and they—you know—are uh, corrupt. They are they're working with Arlong, um, taking some of the money and uh, like keeping him in power. Mm-hmm. They're not going to try to help the, the people on this island.
0: It's really interesting too, because with Arlong and the the guy that he's working for working with, uh, forgot his name, Mouse Man is basically <laughs> what his name translates to. Uh, they are disgusted by each other. Mm-hmm. They both are like, oh, that's a disgusting fish man. That's a gross human. Like they actively hate each other's species. But, uh, like Arlong says, it doesn't fucking matter if you have enough money. That matters more than literally anything else. Uh, and you know? <laughs> and they really, they, they hammer that home with just showing off the the marine willingly just accepting these people being basically enslaved. Mm-hmm. Like an entire island. Uh, with various towns being literally uprooted. Which is, weirdly, was kind of funny. Like, I know it was meant to be, like, a really, like, kind of tense scene of, like, how strong the fishmen are. But they went through this town and just literally flipped the buildings. Like, they just lifted them up and put them upside down. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's scary in terms of strength or whatever. But it is goofy as all fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, that is one piece. That is one piece. Yeah, I mean... Arlong's right. Even in the real world, like as long as you have enough money, you can slide some this way, slide some that way, and you can you can get away with things, or you can you know buy your way into the life that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't matter that he's a fishman. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're you know whatever race. Like you you'd you'd be able to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, that's the, that's why I think. Uh, this arc really starts off the the descend into the more uh into some of the longer lasting themes in in, in one piece mm-hmm. uh so it was it was just very nice to see it get yeah. to relive that um also the 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 individual fights uh this arc start off the uh Sandi takes on the third strongest zoro takes on the second in command and uh luffy takes on the captain and that has continued on to today it and still Usopp
1: happens. runs away and takes care of the guy who follows him yep he'll
0: Luzab will take care of whoever's around as long as it's not one of the big boys uh Usopp was vicious in this fight though
1: yeah he he has a moment where he he is just running away because he doesn't want to die and he's being followed by one of uh, Arlong's henchmen, and he gets beat up pretty pretty good. And he's like, oh man, I can't call myself a pirate, and I, like I've always wanted, and I can't be a part of this crew if I run away and if I lie to them. So I guess, even though nobody's watching, I'll know. Oh so I guess I have to beat up this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and bless him, he does. Like yeah. he lights this motherfucker on fire and then beats him with a hammer. <laughs> like, I know this is one piece, so like things was a little it was a little goofy or whatever, and like wasn't that strong of a thing. But like that's a pretty vigorous attack. He <laughs> really laid into this yeah.
1: motherfucker. <laughs> I mean he he goes back to Arlong Park and he helps out.
0: Yeah. Uh it was all in all, I think, a, a pretty good showing for Usopp. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a great showing for, uh, Sanji and Zoro, uh, because Zoro, again, mind you, like a few episodes or chapters ago, he just got vivisected. Uh, but he's up and running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with some, uh, crude stitching. Uh, And when he gets there, he basically takes down all of Arlong's men, except for, like, his core officers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, eventually takes a couple of, takes one of them down, too. And then faces off against Arlong for a little while. And Arlong eventually does win, you know. Admittedly, Zoro is (laughs) half-dead. Picks him up and, like, takes off his bandages, like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) (laughs) How are you alive and breathing? I can see your organs. This is fucked up. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> and that's just that's just a good scene that's just quality uh meanwhile sanji jumps into the water to help luffy or whatever uh knowing full well that oh, i'm gonna go down here and fight a fish man in the water that's a bad decision that's mm-hmm. just outright a bad fucking decision and he
1: almost drowns <laughs>
0: yeah uh but he makes it He survives wins the fight somehow so yeah,
1: he uh, he punches in his gills, I believe. Or he, no, he uh, he blows into them.
0: Yeah. Which that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smart move. Uh yeah, it just it shows off the uh not just like the dedication or whatever to the to the crew, but the tenacity of them as characters now that they're together, now that they're actually starting to be like uh, a proper fighting force. Mm-hmm. Especially Zoro, Luffy, and Zanji. Like, they are known as the monster trio to the fans. Because they're the strong boys. <laughs> uh, so it was nice to see them. This, this is probably as close as they get to working together. <laughs> they don't typically fight alongside each other, honestly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've met, I said earlier, so personally, this, this arc is one of the top for me. Uh, of all One Piece. Uh what about you? I know you are the biggest fan of Nami, which is mm-hmm. fair. Like, she's she's got her quirks that can be kind of annoying.
1: Well, I mean, I haven't read that much yet. <laughs> There's a a lot more to come and a lot more characters uh, to join the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but...
0: Just based on what you've read so far, obviously.
1: Um, I don't know, I really liked Usopp's. I think his is my favorite so far. Um... I think Nami was very meaningful and Sanji's was very fun and Zoro's was goofy. Um... <laughs> you
0: didn't like Axan?
1: <laughs> um, but Usopp's was... I don't know. It, it was fun and, uh, did have some, like, meaningful moments and I really liked Usopp's pirate crew. Um, I'm always a sucker for cute little kids trying to be tough on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... So so far Usopp's is probably my favorite. That's fair. But I I do think Nami's was very good. Even though she might not be like my favorite character, I do think uh I do think what she did, she she meant well. And uh the the moment Luffy stretches his uh daddy long legs and breaks <laughs> the long like he just crumbles it with a kick. Um, yeah, such was a good scene. Cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is that's probably one of that's probably the other panel I was mentioning. The other one that just sticks out as
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, memorable throughout all of the years is just stomping and destroying this this monument to to like Nami's torment. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I. I'm excited to continue reading more, but uh, this was fun. I also uh, we forgot to mention a little something. Uh, throughout these chapters, I think there was some happening maybe before, but I think they, they really started to pick up in this section. The uh, cover chapters. Uh, the first one being how Buggy gets his body back after uh, they send it flying. And the second one being uh... Kobe. Yes, Kobe and Helmeppo uh, getting recruited into the Marines uh, and then having to deal with. Uh, 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 his father. Yeah, Axe Morgan. I just said his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his father getting arrested and sent off and uh, some kidnapping and some stuff. And I don't think we've finished the end of. I don't think we've gotten to the end of that uh, cover story yet. Uh, but it, it gets good. And the results of it all. We see in a couple hundred chapters, but it's lovely. And <laughs> it really sends uh, Kobe on his uh, route towards his glow up.
1: The fact that you, while you're reading this, uh, this uh, manga, you are also reading a, a different manga. <laughs> and so, like, usually it's just art that you see uh, during different chapters, um, different fan art, or not fan art, but like, I mean, I guess fan art, but fan art by the artists. Um, You know, just just little goofy things. Um, maybe, you know, you see, I think it was Bleach, maybe, who, like, their characters would just be in different aesthetic outfits. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just see the different characters and different aesthetics. Um, but if you don't really notice it, like, I wouldn't have noticed it unless you told me uh, that each cover art is a uh, I guess piece of another story. Mm. I wouldn't have noticed.
0: <laughs> yeah and uh, the thing is because you know there are some uh, covers that aren't related to cover chapters uh, and a lot of the times those ones are just like uh, things Oda wants to draw because he just fucking wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes they're like fan requests like mm. hey can you draw uh, I think one of them was Mr. Pink and Frankie later on. At a bar drinking, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll, drew, I'll draw that for you." <laughs> uh, but for the but when it's not when it's relevant, it's the cover cover pages, and uh, they always become relevant. Like they always come back around. So like the like with uh, with buggy, that's how he gets his body back, and he's going to use it in a few chapters here to deal with some stuff. Uh, with this uh, Kobe section, it comes back again a little while later, and you see Kobe. And how he's matured from these chapters, mm-hmm. from his little private chapters, and like it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big change, uh, which me, which is really disappointing because for some reason the anime doesn't animate the cover chapters, and that is that seems insane to me. A lot happens in those cover pages.
1: I don't know, I mean, I feel like that's just a lot of work.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure, but like it feels like a, there's yeah, it's like and start- I
1: feel like it'd be confusing to people watching.
0: Maybe, but like, even even One Piece, despite the fact that it has very little of it, it, still has filler. It could be the filler. I suppose so. I'm just saying, there's <laughs> there's some, especially some of the later ones, are some critical information in you know? them, <laughs> like some really important stuff in it. Uh, but oh well. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, that is the. Uh, submission of uh the Bratier and Arlong Park arcs. Uh truly uh just a delight, wonderful character introductions, and possibly one of the uh, narratively or thematically more relevant arcs that we've had so far. Uh so I fucking loved it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh and uh that's it for now. Yeah. We'll talk that's about fun. yeah we'll talk about some more One Pieces the next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>